Greetings gamers, I'm Bedron, and I'm Shoot Kapow, and you're listening to Very Good Music, a VGM podcast. Hello again everyone and welcome back to this family road trip through the wide world of VGM. Covering songs from the past and the present, original music, homages, covers, remixes, chiptune. Just video game music in general. Yeah, video game music in general. It has been a while since we sat down to record together, hasn't it? In fact, it has. (laughs) Yeah, the last one we recorded together was the Bosses with Multiple Themes episode. Oh yeah, it was. Because we go all kinds of out of order here when we have guests on the show. <laughs> and uh, speaking of guests on the show, before we move on to our topic for the evening, I do want to remind everyone that we have a couple of guests coming up. Uh, Prof. Jeff will be back, and I believe, if my timing is right, is going to be our first guest of 2021, talking with us about platform games that are maybe not as popular as, you know, the Marios, the Sonics, things like that. Uh, After that, we are going to do our Zelda Towns episode, and then we are going to be doing our season finale with Skeletroid. Yeah! (laughs) Mega Man X1 versus Mega Man X3. And if anybody wonders why we didn't include Mega Man X2... Go listen to the soundtracks for the first three games, or just sample them, and you'll find out why. I love X2. It's near and dear to my heart. As a game, the soundtrack just does not stack up. But X3 was a very pleasant surprise. I've never finished X3, but yeah, the music is really, really good. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked it to stand aside one of my favorite soundtracks of all time in this showdown. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Skeletroy will be joining us on that episode, and we can't wait to have him. Chukapau is going to be playing a very special role, because instead of the um, poll that we had up last time for everybody to come and vote for their favorite uh, robot master and all that stuff, this time, Skeletroy and I are each going to privately pick our favorite song from the pairings that we have, and then on the show, you're going to listen to both of them, and on the spot, we'll serve as a tiebreaker if we need you to. Okay? Cool. (laughs) It's going to be fun. But this month, we are going to be releasing not two, but three episodes. Because when we sat down to talk about the topic that we're recording tonight, well, there were just a lot of songs (laughs) that I wanted to play. And I realized pretty early on that there was a big difference between the songs that we're actually going to be splitting into these two episodes that we're using to celebrate the upcoming season of winter. Next week, one week from the night that you're hearing this, you will hear um, our Holly Jolly podcast episode with lots of fun and festive and bouncy music just right for whatever holidays you may happen to be celebrating. This week, we are going to be playing some chillier tunes. Uh, Slightly intense, maybe uh, some slightly soft, uh, just slightly calm, slightly chill. And you know what? I think we're going to open it up with this one.
that was A Song of Ice and Snow from Heroes of Mana for the DS, released in 2007, composed by Yoko Shimomura. That was cool, huh? Yeah. And I thought that uh, that was going to be... Very, very cool. <coughs> yeah, we're going <laughs> to be saying that a lot tonight. Wow. Uh, I need to find a new adjective. That was chill, huh? Oh, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, um, that was a very nice track. Uh Really, really beautiful, ethereal. It's, we're going to be talking a little bit tonight about what do you think makes this track feel like a cold theme? Some of them might not. Some of them just have to do with something or someone who is very cold in a game. This one, though, I've never played Heroes of Mana. Uh, I haven't played a whole lot of the Mana series, which is a lot deeper than I thought it was. This is apparently like the ninth game in the Mana series. I had no idea there were that many. <laughs> The music is all really good. Originally, do you know who the original um, Mana game composer was? No. It was Hiroki Kakuda. Um, look up Secret of Mana and what is, what is now called Trials of Mana. And uh, uh, yeah, really good music by Hiroki Kakuda. We have featured some of that on the show. But this was by Yoko Shimomura, who we have talked about a lot. Do you have anything by Yoko on your list tonight? Um, no, I do not. Hmm. Well, I will be interested to hear what you do have on your list. Tonight may go a little bit faster. I don't have a lot of personal connection to a lot of the tracks on this list. Uh, Shukapau, why don't you tell our listeners what you know about how I went about picking our tracks, or narrowing down the tracks we could pick from tonight? Do you well, Bedroth uh, here did some research and found, like, 80-something tracks that no one had played on a holiday special episode. Yeah. So I picked from that pool. It was it was pretty crazy. Uh, I went through YouTube, basically, a lot of um, playlists that had just a bunch of winter songs. And then I went to the VGM Podcast's uh, website. Thank you very much, Johnny, for that. And found all the podcasts, looked up their winter specials, and uh, pulled the tracks from them. And then I cross-referenced the playlist I'd made on YouTube against those tracks, deleted everything I saw that had been played. So, if it was on a VGM podcast, specifically on a holiday episode, and that podcast has track listings in its show notes, you have not heard any of these songs for this week or next week on one of those episodes. It might have been on an episode of a show that didn't post a track list, or uh, might have been on a podcast on a uh, or during an episode that wasn't part of a holiday special, but you haven't heard it in that specific context. So hopefully you'll hear something new tonight to kind of ring in the season. And what are they going to be hearing from you first, Shukapal? For my first track, I have Iceberg from Kirby's Dreamland 3.
That was Iceberg from Kirby's Dreamland 3, released in 1997 and composed by Jun Ishikawa and Hirokazu Ando. I haven't heard of those two guys. Have we ever played anything by them? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> almost a whole episode worth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Dad joke. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 97. Um, I don't, maybe I'm misremembering. That sounds really late to me. Uh, like you said, um, when we were listening, the N64 had already come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe that's why I never got this game. Um, haven't played much of Dreamland 3. Uh, did play around with it a little bit on the um, uh, Kirby's Dream Collection that we have. Mm-hmm. But the music is pretty fantastic. This song is intense. Which is why we're not playing it next week on our festive and happy tunes episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a, um, a remix in the Kirby Stream Collection. Uh, it's oh, called yeah. Electro Kirby. On the CD. Yeah. I, you told me that the other day, and I need to check that out. Um, maybe I will play it for our listeners underneath us talking. They can pick it out a little bit. And if I can find it, I'll add it to the playlist as well. Because we have playlists on YouTube of all of our songs that we play in each episode. So if you ever yeah, want to yeah, go, go back go and... Uh, check out our YouTube channel. Yeah, if you ever want to go back and pick out a certain song, uh, maybe add it to one of your YouTube lists or something, go check it out. While you're at it, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about the episode. And uh, for this one especially, let us know what ice and snow music you enjoy from video games. And yeah, I'm kind of glad we played these first two songs because it's a nice example of the kind of stuff that's going to be on the playlist tonight. Pretty diverse list, but there was one particular part of this that made it sound like it could fit on a, like a cold tracks theme. But for the most part, I think if I heard this song in isolation, I would not have thought of it as a isolation. cold track. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you take too much after me. <laughs> the puns. The puns. There's too many of them. All right. But, yeah, do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is a really intense song. I wonder what happened. what's happening like when this is playing. Kirby's running around on an iceberg, probably. It sounds more like a boss theme, though. It's like, <laughs> it's really intense. But what part do you think made me think, oh, yeah, this could be kind of icy? Uh, probably the beginning. The beginning actually reminded me of another game. Any idea? Uh, the instrumentation and everything reminded me a lot of Earthbound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds like just, that, that weird vocal-sounding instrument. Yeah, the, the Mother series uh, in general. That, uh, kind of, kind of. Um, but at one part, there was a sort of a chimey, tingly sound that always makes me think of ice. Um, it was kind of fleeting. It wasn't in there very much. But, yeah. And we're going to be... Um, Moving to yet another sort of different kind of sound with our next song. This is from a WiiWare game. Uh, I never really had much from from WiiWare. I think I got Fluidity, and that was about it back in the day. But this is a song. What was WiiWare again? (laughs) WiiWare was a service on the Wii where they basically were publishing games specifically for it. like it. Specifically uh-huh. used the Wii hardware um, to like, be able to play like the Wii remote and like, stuff. Like, like all of the Wii games. Kind, kind of, but you know, some of the Wii games... Like, like Super Mario Galaxy used a lot of motion controls and gyro. Yeah, these were made to be like more like smaller bite size. It was kind of an indie type thing, sort of. Um, in fact, the, I think there were quite a few compo- uh, 
publishers on WiiWare that went on to make sort of indie darlings later on. And the publisher of this game is no different. But before we get to that, I'll go ahead and introduce the song. This is a song from Jet Rocket, which was released for WiiWare in 2010, and it is called North Pole. That nice, chill, groovy track that you just listened to is North Pole from Jet Rocket. Whew, that was cool, man. Like, it was just cool. There's not a better word for that. What do you think made that sound like a sort of wintry theme? Um, I guess like the just chillness of the piece. I think that that, that reverb, you know, the echoey sound with the, the chimes is a pretty classic technique for uh, for that cool sort of music. It sort of feels like you're in an ice cave. You know what I mean? But uh, I really liked that sort of, that, that percussive um, sound. It's, it's really kind of hard for me to describe almost that sort of like squashy, growly sort of uh, beat the the, the wah, 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 kind of in, in the um, in the background, and I liked the way it kept panning from left to right as well. Just a really really cool, nicely constructed track. No composer info on this, uh, but the game was um, developed by Shinin, which is a German company most well known for the Art of Balance and Nano Assault series, and most recently, The Tourist which came out last year, I think, and uh, got some pretty good reviews. Has a sort of Minecraft-y look to it. Don't know a whole lot about it, but uh, I think we actually have the demo on Switch. Hmm. We should check that out. Uh, 
Really, really dug that track, though. Jet Rocket sounds like sounds like a fun game. Um, you can't get it anymore because we wear stuff is gone. But I think we've been coming back to uh, reading Wikipedia a lot lately on the show, and I always say I don't really like to do this, but yeah, I I do like it. So, um, in this game, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, the player takes on the role of the eponymous Jet Rocket, a planetary inspector who is tasked with stopping the Power Plant Posse, or the PPP, <laughs> from polluting the Earth-like planet Europa. Not Europa, the moon of Jupiter, but Europa, Y-O-R-O-P-P-A. The objective is to clear each stage within the planet's three areas, the lush and tropical atoll, the glacial and snowy North Pole... That's all one word, North Pole, and the toxic and jungle-like swamps. So, yeah, platformer. Uh, you can jump. You can hover briefly using a jetpack. Uh, you can paraglide. You can ride a hoverboard or a jet boat. So, yeah, this guy, he's got some nice vehicular variety going on. Sounds like a fun little game. And this was a fun little track. What have you got for us next, Shukapal? Uh, oh, yeah. This one came out of nowhere. Uh, this one actually was not on the list, but I just kind of like remembered it existed uh, a couple days ago, and I just... Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, you asked me if it was on the list. I uh, listened to just a couple seconds of it to see if, to make sure it was the right one. And it was. So, yeah, but continue. Uh, this is from a game that I've been playing for about a year by now. Uh, it's a Super Smash Bros. fan game on Flash called Super Smash Flash 2. And this theme was just added in the 1.2 update which added a bunch of new characters, including Crystal from Star Fox. So was this game originally in uh, a Star Fox game? The song originally in a Star Fox game? Um, Is that why you mentioned Crystal? Well, it's a remix of the Snowhorn Wastes theme from Star Fox Adventures. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did uh, David Wise actually compose? do the remix again? On no, this actually it was someone called Oraka. Uh, okay. Yeah, which we'll link to in the show notes, and if I can find their uh, Bandcamp or anything, we'll link there. Who did you say did the original? Uh, David Wise. Whoa, cool. Huh. Neat. In that case, I think I might know what I'm going to play next. Hmm. All right, well, uh, I guess then, without further ado, let's get into Shackled Snowhorn. From Super Smash Flash 2.
That was Shackled Snowhorn from Super Smash Flash 2, originally released in 2007 and for the PC. 2007? Yeah. Wow. That was the beta. Wow. They've been working on this for a long time. Yep. Cool. That's super impressive. I mean, I've seen the game, I've seen how it works, and honestly, for, for a web game, it's like really, really smooth. Uh, back around 2007, there was this website that was pretty popular called Newgrounds. That's probably where this type of thing like might have got started. But yeah, this it, that's really cool. And yeah, I'm not surprised this is a David Wise melody. This is gorgeous. Good job, kiddo. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll play the original underneath our, our chatter here so that people can kind of hear the difference, but this was really cool. Hats off to the arranger. This was really nice. Uh, why don't you give the uh, listeners some of the highlights of our little chats while we were talking about um, what made this sound like an icy, snowy theme. Alright. Um, well, I guess uh, you said that you liked the bells. Yeah, and that that lead instrument like the do 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 do. Yeah, which I think is supposed to be a shamisen. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Japanese string instrument that's uh, you play kind of like a guitar. Um, it's uh, I guess you might actually compare it more to a banjo with the uh, the sort of reverberating sort of hollow tinny sound to it. But uh, the marimba I thought was a really cool, um, a really cool choice. But more than the instruments themselves, I think the way that they're used, uh, the reverb, like we've talked about, uh, sounds like ice. That almost muffled sort of sound is really kind of snowy. Um, is there like a wind sound in the background on this? Or am I, was I just imagining it? Maybe it was like evoking it for me. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's check it out for a second. It's hard to tell. I love those bells. That tee 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 tee. But I think mostly it's just the the strings in the background. You know what I mean? Right here. And almost like a vocal synth sound, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. You hear what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's really cool. Very very nice choice. All right, keeping it in the rare family we are moving to a very different sort of sound next next track was not composed by david wise Uh, instead it was composed by either robin beanland or graham norgate the game came out in 1994 for the arcade and the fire for the snes we will be listening to the arcade version of glacius's theme from the original Killer Instinct.
All right, oh, about What did you think of that? That was very interesting. <laughs> that was a weird piece, wasn't it? <laughs> but it, it was. It was good though. Like it's. Oh, it's like 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 creepy, gritty. The arcade version is actually a little bit muddier than the SNES version, which I kind of like. Um, I'll play the SNES version underneath uh, um, so people can hear it. But this is this is just really really cool. I hadn't given a whole lot of attention to um, to Glacius or really to a lot of the Killer Instinct soundtrack. I did play Killer Instinct a bit when I was uh, when I was a kid, but when Alex brought Jago's theme to our Ninja episode, that kind of sparked my interest in the series again. And so Glacius is a being made pretty much entirely of ice. Uh, he's from a distant planet and he's a, a marshal. Like, you know what the Green Lanterns are? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like a Green Lantern except he's made of ice. He's a, he's a space cop and he came to Earth to hunt down I think Cinder, who is a um, another alien, I believe, who's made entirely of like plasma or fire. Um, I could totally be wrong about the Cinder part, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about Glacius. Anything about this track jump out to you as icy or snowy or just cold? <laughs> um, I guess like the, the main melody, like the do do do, that that instrument. Yeah, it is kind of a that sort of eerie chiming. It's like you're. It would almost fit if you were like going through an ice cave in like a horror game, <laughs> all by itself. But then with the techno beat underneath it, and the weird vocal, <laughs> weird vocal sample, it yeah, that was just really cool. And th that's the whole like thing in the Killer Instinct soundtrack originally. It definitely is a product of its time, which is the mid '90s. Like that right there, that is mid '90s sort of grunge techno type sound. Uh, if Ed happens to be listening to this, I think he probably would get a kick out of this track. But, yeah, the rest of you, let us know. Do you think this fits on an episode of Very Good Music? <laughs> uh, that is the rule, isn't it, Shuka Pal? That is what everything that we play has to be. Very good music. <laughs> and what very good music are we about to hear? I am going to be bringing... Hmm, what am I going to be bringing See, This is kind of fun, because we had our tracks picked out, but we don't really have any idea what order we're going in, except for what's first and last, and so we kind of get to play off each other. Uh, I'm going to do Frostfall from the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Ooh, Elder Scrolls.
that was Frostfall from the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, released in 2011 for the PC and composed by Jeremy Soul. Skyrim has since been released on lots of other things, most recently on the Switch in 2017, and I have still not played it. <laughs> I think I haven't gotten it yet because I know it's going to be a total time sink like Breath <laughs> of the Wild. And like I Breath just... of the Wild was twice. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and I totally don't have that much time on my hands right now. I have a lot of other games I should probably get to first, but I really want to play this game. It looks looks great. This was really nice music. Why do you think this one uh, stood out to you among all the other ones that you listened through to? Uh, I don't know. It just it sounds to me sort of like Hollow Knight, like the City of Tears theme, like the do 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just a bit more like frosty because it, it feels more like cold and the echo, like, apparently Frostfall is a survival mod that adds cold weather and survival gameplay elements into Skyrim. Ooh. The three main components of Frostfall are hypothermia, cold water survival, and camping equipment. Huh. So the primary of... objective is to add a deep immersive level of gameplay while keeping tedium to a minimum. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it basically turns it into, like, the cold areas of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is cool. That's really cool. And, yeah, you're right. Uh, something about the sound of this, it, it feels like like you're out in the wilderness and there's, like, this really cold wind blowing or something like that. That's kind of how, how it feels to me. I really like when the vocals come in a little bit after the 120 mark, but... This is this is a really good example of having space in your compositions because there are melodies in here. Uh, you picked out the one that sounds like City of Tears. The instrumentation is really spare though. There's like a, a flute lead and then a string lead and then a vocal, and it's really really open and kind of empty. And I think that also lends itself to sort of the coldness of it. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I am going to move on to my next track. This is yet another kind of obscure game for me. Um, but actually, you know what? Before we move on to my next track, that actually brings us to the halfway point of our episode. And I had kind of a fun idea. As you already mentioned earlier in the episode, I went through and made a list of all the songs that have already been played. I checked it twice. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, like 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 some other uh, overweight guy. Um, and anyway, I made a list of all the songs that had been on uh, BGM Winter Specials on other podcasts. And I could have just made the list and then looked down it, but I decided just to be thorough. I went through and alphabetized it in Excel. Um, and when I did that, I realized there were some songs that were more popular than others. <laughs> Uh, this is a list of over 400 songs, by the way, uh, that have been played on various VGM specials. And a lot of songs have been played twice. Uh, things that you might think of as classics, like Snowy from Undertale has only been played twice. Um, let me see. Snowbell City from Pokemon X and Y. Snowpoint City from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Um, Snowman from Mother. All only played twice. Frap Snowland from Mario 64. But I think that actually is called other things at other times, like Sherbetland from Mario Kart 8, which I think is a cover of Frap Snowland from the 64. Both of those have been played twice. So really, I guess that song 
has been played four times. But anyway, you kind of get what I'm saying. I'm going to give you a little bit of a quiz here. Ooh. If you were to pick the top, I don't know, let's say five or ten, just name some songs, what do you think are some songs that have definitely been played multiple times across Winter VGM podcasts, if you had to say? Like things that you, things you would consider classic VGM cult themes. Probably, uh... And I'll see how many of these you get from the top uh, 14. Frizzy Peak sounds like one. Uh, probably some kind of Mario track, like the one of the new Super Mario Bros. snow level themes. Uh, something from Pokemon, maybe. Like what? What's that snowy route? Route 217? Uh, 216 and 217. Hmm. From, uh, yeah. From one of the Pokemon games. <laughs> uh, uh, from Diamond Pearl Platinum. Okay. Well, the new Super Mario Bros. songs you mentioned uh, each have only been played once. I actually don't see Route 216 anywhere, which means it could be on one of these episodes. If it's a slower one, you could sub it in tonight if you want, or if it's a faster one, we could put it on the the next one. But yeah, I don't think that one's been played from what I saw. Uh, What are some other, like snow, ice um, stuff that you would consider super popular? Um, and we can stop whenever you want. Like if you get stumped or bored or something. Yeah. Because if you're getting bored, then our listeners probably are. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Frizzy Peak um, has been played three times Ooh. across different shows. Uh, some others that have been played three times that people may be wondering about. Uh, there's a Freezy Flake Galaxy from Mario ah, Galaxy Two. That one. Snowball exists. Park from Mario 3D World. Cold Man from Rockman Forte. Uh, Iceman stage. I haven't found the original Iceman. I don't think so. Maybe once. Yeah, I didn't think I find it once. But Iceman stage from Mega Man Powered Up has actually been played three times. Uh, Northern Hemispheres from Donkey Kong Country and Toy Day from Animal Crossing New Leaf. Also, uh, Fendrana Drifts from Metroid Prime, which is a pretty popular one. But here are the top fourteen from what I found. Tied for third place at four times each are the following nine tracks. Snowden Town from Undertale. Arctic Justice from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Another Winter from Saiken Densetsu 3, also known as Trials of Mana. A Wish from Secret of Mana. Snowy Fields from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Frozen Hillside from Kirby's Air Ride. The Himalayas from DuckTales. Ice Cave Chant from Donkey Kong Country. And Dream Bells from Christmas Nights from the Nights into Dream series. So those are all third place at four times each. Then, tied for second place at five times each, are three different songs. Ice Caves from Battletoads. In a Snowbound Land from Donkey Kong Country 2. And Snowy Scenery from Shinmu. So if we know anything so far, it's that... David Wise knows how to write ice themes. There's been <laughs> yep. lots of Donkey Kong. And that one um, from Star Fox that you brought. Finally, the top two snow and ice tracks. At seven times each across winter podcast episodes. Whoa. Actually, one of your all-time favorites and one of my all-time favorites. And we also each really like the others. Winter's White from Earthbound. 
Ooh. And Ice Cap Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Ah, that one. <laughs> I think both very deserving of the top spot. So there's a little winter trivia for you all. And for my next track of the episode, this is from a game that, like I said, had never heard of before. It apparently is a little bit hard to find these days. I'm not sure. Uh, it's a platforming game. And it stars two brave dwarves. One of them, I believe, is a wizard, and the other one, I think, is some kind of fighter barbarian type character. Uh, those are the only two playable characters. I think it is a two-player game, and I'm not sure anything else about it. The name of the game, um, appropriately enough, is Brave Dwarves 2. So it's apparently a sequel. This was released for Windows in 2002. Composer is Valery or Valery Bolozartsev, also known as Butch. And the name of the song is Winter Night. Once again, that was Winter Night from Brave Dwarves 2. That was some Red Book audio right there. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, that really just means it was like actual recorded instruments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think? That was that was really good. I liked it. It was, it was really nice. Just a really kind of relaxing, chill track. And I liked the, liked the string. Loved, loved the guitar lead in this one. Drums are also nice, really tasteful. Uh, this was just, I don't know, this was just a very pleasant track to listen to. Don't have a whole lot else to say about it or the game. Um, did you have like a favorite uh, part or a favorite instrument? Or uh, The song really had kind of two parts, right? There was the more open, like acoustic, well it was all acoustic, but the, the slower part without the drums and high percussion, or the, high, the louder string, and then there was the second part that was kind of livelier. But what did you think? I just liked the whole thing. It was really smooth and cool. Yep. 
It did have that kind of medieval feel to it. I think the string, the guitar, was a lot of that. Uh, so definitely, definitely fits the bill. Okay, what have you got next? Uh, a track I wasn't really expecting, but I decided, eh, what the heck, we'll just go with it. <laughs> the name of this track is Ice Mountain. It's from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Ooh, Crystal Chronicles has got some great music. I never actually, like, played this one. I just recently got into Final Fantasy mm-hmm. with Final Fantasy IV. Um, I don't think I've ever played Crystal Chronicles either. Um, I know that it is, it's really popular. A lot of people like it uh, as a Final Fantasy spinoff. Um, it's definitely more popular than Mystic Quest, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, I think it recently got re-released on the Switch, so maybe we'll have to look into it. This one actually was not composed by Nobuo Uematsu. Instead, it was composed by Kumi Tanioka. Kumi Tanioka is it's another kind of square name. Um, I'll have to do some digging and see what else they've done. But, okay, cool. Um Side note, I actually had Ice Mountain put aside for next week's episode, so... Um, but it, it is one that definitely could go either way. I think it, it's one that kind of could fit in between on either one. But, yeah, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Ice Mountain from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time, released in 2009 for the Wii and DS, and, and composed by, by Kumi Tanioka. Kumi Tanioka. And I did actually remember, I recently heard um, some songs from Final Fantasy XI on one or another of the podcasts I listened to. That is how I know the name, Kumi Tanioka. Did you find anything else that this composer has done? Um, yeah, actually, uh, Kumi Tanioka worked on Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate, as well as Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and Final Fantasy Eleven. Very cool, very cool, Age of Calamity. I wonder, I would have to look into who all has uh, worked on that one then. That's pretty cool. Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate are not quite as surprising because I think odds are if you're a video game music composer, 
um, especially a Japanese one, you're somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, that that could be like a whole podcast. There could be a whole VGM podcast just dedicated to Smash Bros. covers. But it's not this podcast. This podcast plays things like this from this. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is apparently a whole series of side games and not just a spinoff. I did not know that, but game sounds pretty cool. Uh, it takes place on a whole like other world, um, and unlike the regular Final Fantasy games, the sequels in this game actually are like they take place in the same world. It's, I don't believe that they're all the same characters. I think that they're still like separated by generations, but they do have the same setting, at least. Which a lot of Final Fantasy games do not, from game to game. But this was really, really cool. I really dig that Irish flute, the, the, the Celtic lead instrument there. Um, that actually was one of the reasons I thought it might fit on the festive episode, but it also does have sort of a haunting quality to it that really lines up with the tone for this episode. What do you think made this stand out to you? I don't know. Uh, to me, it sort of sounds like uh, like Mystery Dungeon with like that, you know, that like the Celtic flute. Yeah, and like like the marimba. Uh, yeah, the yeah. marimba. I could I could hear that from the Mystery Dungeon stuff I've heard here and on the on BGM Lounge for sure. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear if Derek and Matt agree with you that this kind of has a Mystery Dungeon vibe to it. It definitely sounds like fantasy, you know, um, fantasy RPG. VGM. So, and speaking of fantasy RPG VGM, to another JRPG. This one was composed by Yasunori Nishiki. Ooh. So, what game is it? Uh, you should know this by now. Uh, I want to say Dragon Quest. Nope, that was uh, Koichi Sugiyama. This one is Octopath Traveler. Oh yeah. <laughs> And this is the uh, the cold area of the game. I don't remember what it's called because I haven't actually played through it. But the cold area of the game, I think that the cleric character comes from this area. I don't remember what her name is. But one of the Octopath Traveler themes actually has already been featured on another episode of the podcast. I don't remember which one it was. But this one has not. I double-checked. Um... And, sorry, I mean another winter podcast BGM episode. Um, I still didn't have all my words in the right order there, but you all know what I mean. Anyway, before I ramble on any further than that, let's go ahead and listen to Still Snow. Once again, from Octopath Traveler.
and that rich, decadent piano piece. <laughs> that was Still Snow by Asanori Nishiki, and ooh. So I, uh, as I just mentioned to you, Shukapau, I did not listen all the way through to this track when I picked it. I listened to about the first 30 seconds, and I was like, yep, this is nice. This is definitely, this is choice Octopath music, and so I know it's going to be good. But just kind of sitting and experiencing it for that two and a half minutes just now, this was so nice. <laughs> I loved this song. What did you think of it? That was really good. Yeah, I saw you kind of bobbing back and forth, and you uh, identified the uh, the time signature for this one, too. So you picked it out as a waltz time, not like a polka waltz, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And oh, the strings and the piano and those intermittent sleigh bells, this is a winter track through and through. So nice. Does this remind you of anything? Um, I guess yeah. Hollow Knight again. I was going to say, would this fit in Hollow Knight? It, it sounds, I think, maybe a little bit brighter than most of Hollow Knight's music. The strings have a sort of a slightly, not musically sharp, but aesthetically sharper feel to them than I, I picture from Hollow Knight. But you definitely have that sort of the strings and the, the piano combination. This is, this is also, I don't know, it's got a feeling of isolation to it, but it also has this like hopeful quality. It's really nice. It makes me want to play the game. I don't know why I haven't gotten this game yet. I played the demo and enjoyed the demo. I think with the games that you like, you would also enjoy it. Maybe if we get enough Christmas money, we can go in for it and split it on the Switch. And we can play it together sometime. Ah, that was really fun. Really, really good stuff. Alright, and what are you going to uh, follow that up with? I think that might be my track of the night so far. Hmm, I think I only have two more and then my playout track. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Looks about right. Next up, I have Frozen Heel from Tales of Graces, also released in 2009. Just like Echoes of Time. Okay. Released for the PS, uh, the PS3, and composed by Sakuraba. Ah, uh, yes. Sakuraba. Should have known when you mentioned Tales. And we we come back to our tradition of having Sakuraba in the episode at least once. <laughs> Thank you. 
from Tales of Graces. That was Frozen Heel. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> I really like it. I like it when Sakuraba sort of slows down. Once again, instrumentation here, top-notch. Uh, PS3, they had really kind of figured out how video games could sound. Stuff these days doesn't really sound better than that generation. It just, uh, I think they've kind of hit their hit their limit as far as as far as what most people will be able to hear in music quality but or sound quality music quality definitely is still a very hit and miss kind of thing <laughs> this was really nice though uh you talk first this was your pick i think i probably know why this uh, stood out to you yeah it's because, a tales game because it's a tales <laughs> game uh, i did not expect to see a tales game on here yeah uh, symphonia actually was on the big list a couple of times um i don't remember what songs were they were that's you might actually know whatever cold songs were in Symphonia. So. Yeah, there was there was a there were a couple cold songs in Tethayala. Okay, there was also one further down the list from Tales of Fantasia, which you've also played some of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the Tales games are they like is it like Final Fantasy where each one is like totally different, or are they all kind of connected somehow? Um, well, I mean, some fans say there's like a timeline, uh, like the first ones, uh, Tales of what. Legendia, then Tales of Innocence, Tales of Hearts, and then Tales of Graces. Then Symphonia happens and splits the timeline uh, into Dawn of the New World, Fantasia, and Zoa. Uh, another oh, one is... So timeline-wise, Fantasia actually comes after Symphonia. Yeah. Huh. Uh, then Tales of the uh, T- Tales of Abyss, Tales of Destiny, and Tales of Destiny 2. Then Tales of Eternia, Tales of Asperia, and Tales of Rebirth. Okay. What's the the newest one that just came out? Uh, I'm pretty sure that one is. Uh, maybe, tales... it's, maybe it's not out yet. Maybe it's about to be out. Well, anyway, while Shukapal looks that up, I'll talk a little about the instruments. Um, I really like Tales of Crestoria. No, there was something in Tales of. Oh Age. no, Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise. Yes, yes. I wonder how that's going to fit in. That looks really good. I'm kind of hoping it comes out on the Switch at some point. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but. Um, yeah, I liked the uh, the harpsichord in this one, but the strings really, once again, stole the show. That seems to be kind of a recurring thing with some of these winter tracks. Um, I really liked the staccato string section where it's like... This was really cool. This this has kind of a an almost sinister quality to it. Like you're sneaking around a... Like an ice dragon's mountain or a dark wizard's lair or something like that. It's got that sort of villain... Snake! <laughs> Snake! That actually has nothing to do with dragons or wizards. But <laughs> uh, that that was that was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I also just have two tracks left. Uh, they're both very different, but yet they both still somehow fit in this episode. Uh, this next one is from a game that I was not expecting to bring. I actually don't know which version I'm going to play just between tracks, and then which version I'm going to play underneath. This is from Adam's Family Values, which mm. is based on a movie called Adam's Family Values, which was actually the second movie in the 90s to come out. Uh, the game came out in 1995. Do you know much about the Adam's Family? Uh, no. Okay, well, we'll talk a little about that when we come back. Uh, the, these games, both the SNES and Genesis versions, were uh, composed by Keith Tenman, spelled like Ten Man. And the name of this track is Blizzard. Jukapal, you are going to listen with me and help me decide which one of these we're going to play.
Alright. I couldn't decide, and Shukapau, God love you, you weren't much help. <laughs> uh, so I just decided to play one loop of each. So that was first from the Genesis, and then from the SNES, Blizzard from Adam's Family Values. Shukapau, what word did you use to describe this song? Creepy? <laughs> it did have a creepy vibe to it, for sure. Um, yeah, it was. this was kind of a spooky tune. It's like a spooky, scary snow skeletons or something. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, once again, composed by Keith Tenman, who was one of the many composers at Ocean, who was the developer of this game. They developed a lot of licensed games back in the 90s. Uh, some of them were pretty good, but the music was usually pretty spot on. I've heard the guys on like Pixelated Audio, Pixel Tunes Radio, um, VG Embassy, I've heard a lot of those guys talk about this. Uh, this developer, and this I think is the first time we're playing anything by them, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. And we were talking about the difference between those. You said that uh, you had a little bit of trouble, I guess, articulating the difference between the two versions, yeah. even though you could hear a difference. Um, to me, the Genesis, like, th this, these two songs really exemplify the difference between Genesis and SNES sound um, technique. Uh, the Genesis has a much more electronic sound. Uh, it was still, and guys out there like Utopian Emo can correct me on the nuance of this. So tune in and uh, look for comments like that. I'm sure we'll be talking about it on one or more of the uh, discords. But uh, the Genesis um, was more similar to like older video game sound, where the sounds were actually programmed in system. Um, the SNES was a sample-based system, so what you're hearing there were actually, um, they were like sampled sounds based on real instruments. That's why they sounded like more recorded and like re-recorded, re-recorded, like muffled, almost muted versions of actual instruments. Whereas the Genesis was much sharper, was much more clear, did not sound like real instruments. It sounded like 100% electronic. Um, and that background sound, that kind of long farty sense that I talked about, you'll hear it in a lot of Genesis music. Like... Uh, what are you doing? I don't recognize that. It's the Kraken theme from Earthbound. Ah, from Earthbound. What, what, what's bringing these on? I don't know. It's, a, it's not related like what I was saying. There's, yeah. Are they? Uh, I'd be interested to hear. Like, that's conversation. Wow. Otherwise, you're just kind of interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's in a lot of um, <laughs> Genesis soundtracks, like uh, the X-Men soundtracks, stuff like that. Uh, the SNES sounds more like something you almost might hear from Donkey Kong Country or Square, although not really as high quality as that, just some of the, the melodic um, structure. I think that was actually Shukapau's way of telling me that I'm starting to get a little bit boring. So... <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you're going to be playing last before your playout track? Alright. My final track before my playout track is Old Ferrum Town Winter from Pocken Tournament. Yeah. From Pocken Tournament. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hawken Tournament was composed in the uh, lead music composer role was Hiroki Hashimoto. Other composers include Hiroyuki Kawada, Ryo Hamamoto, Taku Inoue, Torin, or Torine, Yoshinori Hirai, Takafumi Sato, Mitsuhiro Kitadani, and Yu Sugimoto. This was very nice. Nice sort of departure from a lot of the other stuff that we've had on the show tonight. Uh, what stood out to you about this track, Shukapao? Hmm. Or what do you have to say about it? I guess I just liked the sort of feel like the do-do-do-do-do. That's sort of like, uh, I guess, the, um, what would you call it? The like sort of different five-finger fanfare. Like that, that part was cool. Oh, that, that is kind of a five-finger do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, that is. <laughs> you picked that one out. We had a five-finger fanfare earlier as well, didn't we? I forget which one that was. Uh, oh, it was in the Crystal Chronicles song. There's a five-finger fanfare on that. So, yeah. Um, this one, because the rhythm was different, it, yeah, it didn't stand out to me. That's cool. The instrumentation here would definitely, I, I think, is a lot more varied than almost any other track. I think I heard some mandolin in there, possibly some accordion somewhere, but it was a very lively song. Uh, what do you think is it about the game that made made the composer, because we're not sure which person actually composed this track, uh, that made the composer go in this direction instead of doing something like some of the other winter songs we've heard? Hmm... Um, How is this game different than the other ones we've played? Well, it's it's a fighting game based on Pokemon and Tekken. Right. Did this any of this remind you of Pokemon music? Uh, sort of. It has like that sort of Icarus City feel. It goes like, like uh, you can play Icarus City under us talking, <laughs> uh, if you want. Okay. Uh, it's, it's like this. But is it a cold theme? Yeah. Uh, Icarus City is a wintry town in Unova, and there was okay. an ice gym there in black and white. Okay. Uh, this music is sort of like, uh, sort of like that that Celtic feel. It has like a an acoustic guitar. Yeah, I remember you actually mentioned that earlier today that uh, uh, you wondered if anybody had played that before, and I'm not sure. I didn't see it anywhere, but um, but I'll go ahead and throw it on the playlist. So if you go check out the playlist on YouTube, no, we've mentioned it already tonight, but there will be a few other songs on there, so you can hear them without us talking over them. But uh, there is no shortage of really good like wintry type music in video games. So. Um, yeah, I think definitely the fact that this is a fighting game, which we have had a couple of other fighting games on the list. Uh, I brought the Glacius theme from Killer Instinct, and you brought the Shackled Snowhorn theme from Super Smash Flash 2. We've also had platformers, we have had uh, RPGs, and um, Adam's Family Values, I actually was going to talk about this, from what I read, is almost like a Zelda-style game with uh, combats and puzzles, it's top-down, uh, you talk to different characters, both from the movie, from the Addams Family series, which we also didn't talk about, <laughs> but that's okay. Everybody can look it up. Um, it's a cool, kind of creepy, funny, tongue-in-cheek horror sort of comedy series. It's a very disjointed description, but I think it fits. I should watch, we should watch the original Adams Family movie from the 90s with you guys. I think that you would enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, sounds, sounds pretty fun. Uh, yeah, we've had lots of different types of games on the list tonight. And my next track is going to come from 
Well, the series is mostly a shooter series. I actually don't know if this song was in any of the actual games, but when I heard it, once again, stood out very different from any of the other tracks that we played on the list tonight. Uh, this is going to be our last track before the playout. And this is from the Tu... Sorry, not Tuhu. Sorry, Derek. The Toho Arranged album. And this was originally from an album called Fairy Queen in 2010. I do not know if it was ever in a game. The song was written by Ito Ken, also known as Nagi Star and Akagami. It was performed by Maika and the band Felt. Uh, the lyrics to this song I've got both in the original Japanese, in Romanized Japanese, and the English lyrics linked in the show notes. And I will also take us through the English lyrics when we come back. But this is a very nice little song. If you're not big into anime vocal style music, you can skip this one, but really you should stick around. I like it a lot. It's pretty nice. The name of the song is Snow Sound. Kizono, no 
song <laughs> i liked it a lot and despite our uh, intro saying that we can play songs that are just inspired by games i think this might be the first time we've actually done it and played a song that wasn't from a game might be it this might have been in like the credits or something like that or a title theme but i don't know if this was ever actually in one of the toho entries but uh, i couldn't once i heard it i couldn't not play it this is just really 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 nice and I did say I was going to read the English lyrics. Um, like a lot of anime lyrics, uh, they're not like it's it's more like a poem than an actual like like an American song with a, you know a, a modern American song with like an obvious literal meaning. <laughs> Once again, song with no lyrics. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, that's probably not true. There probably are a lot of lyrical covers of Megalovania out there. But, all right. So, Snow Sound, the English lyrics. The moment I stood still, snow began to lightly fall. I am not allowed to hold it. It just breaks apart. Pretending I had forgotten you, I searched for a way out. I am crying inside my heart. When I understand what your smile meant, I won't look back again. When the footprints on the snow disappear, so too will the tears I have shed. I quietly showed myself beneath a sky still awaiting dawn. Afraid of loss, I won't let myself be touched. Bearing regrets I left behind in the past, I stand still. Unable to face spring inside my heart, I spend time in silence forever. I dig up those footprints which once vanished, and time stands still. Without knowing how to heal the wounds in my heart, I do nothing, aiming to punish myself. Though I face my back to the wall and look downwards, I cannot change. Come, turn the key. When I understand what your smile meant, I won't look back again. I'm going to follow those footprints left behind in my memories. I'm going to deliver spring. Translation is on the Toho Wiki and was done by um, Raleska. And the vocals, once again, were performed by Japanese vocalist Maika, M A I K A. And, hmm, this was just a really nice song. 
Uh, like, I would just listen to this uh, outside a game, inside a game. Like most of the tracks that we play on here, I would listen to it anytime. But um, I think a lot of people who maybe wouldn't even be into traditional VGM would, would like this. Uh, Daryl, I'm sure that you're out there uh, wiping a tear away. I think this probably is your jam. Um, Daryl Bowers, the last weekend, one of our patrons who actually was on last week's episode, the last time we played a Pokémon Tournament song, <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a podcast called, well, you've heard of VGM Fight Club because we talked about it last week, but he also has a show that he does with his friend Clear called Senpai's Playlist. I think that they're both released on the same RSS feed, and on that show they play uh, anime music, and so if you liked this, you might want to go check that show out. But I think that that is actually going to do it for us. Uh, Shukapow, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about where they can find us on the interwebs? Uh, I'm on flat.io, actually, right now. <laughs> uh, I'm working on some music. Uh, I released my first orchestral theme recently, and I'm working on another one. I'm also working on something else that if you follow me on there, you'll see pretty soon. <laughs> all right, all right. And where else can they find you? I'm also on Twitter, at ShootKapow. Oh yeah, I'm on flat as Lloyd Irving for Smash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep, you can find the podcast on our home at anchor.fm slash bgmbgm. You can probably find us on pretty much any other podcatcher. I uh, found quite a few this weekend when I was sort of beefing up our, uh, um, our pod lists so to speak. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, where you can also find the playlists for our episodes and a couple of other playlists. I have a playlist there called Bedroth and Shukapow's um, Top BGM. I also have one I started recently called BGM You May Never Have Heard, from more obscure games or from games I hadn't heard of before I heard the uh, track on a podcast episode, or found it for this podcast. You can also email us at verygoodmusicvgm at gmail.com. And this is also the part of the show where we like to give a shout-out to the artists who support us and to our patrons. First of all, very special thanks once again to Naomi Rubin, who did the still shiny and new art that you see gracing the pod waves now. Uh, Naomi is going to be joining us in late December for a... A short little bonus episode, uh, the fourth and final one of 2020, where we're going to talk a little bit about the process that she went through in creating that artwork. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, just going to have a few music tracks on that one. It's going to be a shorter episode. Our cool drawn personas were done by Carlos Leon Roman, who you can find on Instagram.com slash KF underscore Carlito. And our pixel portraits were done by Ben the Dyad Dishman, who has his own podcast, uh, The Dyad Presents, a VGM podcast. Um, and you can find him at The Dyad on Twitter. Finally, our theme song was composed by Skeletroy. Uh, you can find him at patreon.com slash Skeletroy, and you can also find him on YouTube. Skeletroy is spelled exactly like it sounds. Special thanks to our patrons. Uh, you can find links to all of their stuff in the show notes. Alex Messenger, Skeletroy, Ryan Steele, Kung Fu Carlito, Forrest Shamlian, and The Last Recon. Thank you all so much for your support. And if you like what you're hearing and would like to hear a little bit more of it, uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash bgmvgm. 
If you like this whole one episode a week thing that we're doing here in early December, uh, once we reach $100 a month on Patreon, our first goal uh, is we are going to make Very Good Music a weekly show. have no idea how I'm going to squeeze that in, but you know what? For $100 a month, I will make it work. <laughs> uh, but it's really, this, this show is a whole lot of fun. Um, I really can't get enough of it. It's... It, it's a lot of work with the editing, but I've, I've told several people that I actually really enjoy that as well. It's just a matter of fitting it in without making my family feel like I'm neglecting them. <laughs> and I just, I really love sitting down with you and chatting about video game music. It's a lot of fun. As we approach the end of 2020, uh, you can also look forward to our Favorites of the Year episode. Shuka Pao and I are currently working on our top 10 lists of all of the songs we have played on the show this year. And it's really, really hard. <laughs> but you can look forward to that as our last podcast on the last Tuesday of December. Am I forgetting anything, sir? No, it doesn't sound like it. Okay. Our uh, blooper reel music is going to be another classic that I almost picked for the episode, and it just didn't quite make it on. But it's from, from one of my favorite games, Contra, on the NES. It's going to be the Snowfield theme. I think we're going to have a nice, healthy blooper reel on this episode, so definitely stick around after our final track, or playout track, which Shukapau is now going to introduce for us. From Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Crown Tundra, I have Freezington. Pokemon Shield and Sword were released in 2019 for the Nintendo Switch, and composed by... Minako Adachi, Go Ichinose, eh? Go Ichinose, Ichinose, whatever, Go Ichinose. Go (laughs) Ichinose. And Keita Okamoto. Okay, yeah, nice. You're getting a little better at those. Yeah, no, been, that, that was terrible. It's been nine months. <laughs> I've heard you do worse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and the Crown Tundra DLC was actually just released a little uh, about a month ago. And I have not played it yet, but I have heard some of the song, and it's really, really good. Definitely a fitting play out for our first winter episode in the land of ice and snow. And yes, that is a reference to The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, my favorite long poem of all time. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, until next week, I'm Ben Roth. And I'm Shoot Pal. Play very good games, be very good people, keep listening to very good music.
because well, the episode... I mean, if, if you don't count the Pokemon recording thingy. Right, but we actually did that over a month ago. <laughs> you, no, like, like recording the parts that we didn't record. Yeah, but nobody knows about that. It's a secret. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that was totally... That was, that was a secret. <laughs> nobody has to know that I didn't record our audio for the last whole part of the episode, and so we had to go back and fill it in. Well, I mean, if, if you put this in the blooper reel, then everyone will know. And if anybody listened this far, you can go back to the Pokemon episode and listen to about the last half of it and see if you notice. Know <laughs> First up... I should really stop just, like, repeat, repeating what you say when I come in. Yeah, it's okay. It, it sounds kind of weird. You'll sink into it. Anyway. Stop going Super Saiyan and read in the song. They can hear you whistling. I know. <laughs> but it's a really good melody, so that's okay. And you have a really good sense of pitch. That was a Wookiee. Yes. <laughs> Is that going to be your new, uh, yes, I like that song sound? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Please don't. I don't think that our fans would appreciate that very much. Okay. Oh, man. <clears throat> but, yeah. That, yeah, I have good words. I have all the best words. Anyway, uh... Yeah, that... Oh, man, I wasn't recording. That whole time. I'm kidding. 